Are you feeling frustrated with the job hunt? Are endless applications and a radio silence getting you down? You can now book me for $1 a minute for 30, 45, or 60 minutes. Don't need 45 minutes, don't pay for it. Want to do 30 minutes now and maybe 30 minutes later? Once you progress, let's do it. We can conduct a mock interview. I'll help you format great responses that make a difference. We can improve your resume and cover letter to help get you noticed. I'm here to consult with you. If you're in a unique situation and want input from someone that has seen it all and can help you succeed like I have so many others, it's super simple. You just go to jobinterviewexperience.com and click the $1 a minute coaching button at the very top of the page. Select the amount of time you want to meet and then you can look through my availability without having to pay. Check out my availability, pick a time, and pay $1 a minute for 100% of my attention. It's blocked into 30, 45, or 60 minutes, so we won't go over, you won't get charged any more than what you pay at checkout. Remember, the faster you invest in yourself, the faster you land that dream job. Go to jobinterviewexperience.com or follow the link in this episode's description. I'm excited to meet and help you take control of your career today. Welcome to the job interview experience. I'm a former executive recruiter, search firm owner, director of talent acquisition. And today, the host of the job interview experience and the founder of candidateclub.com. I'm excited for Chris Hanna to join us today. Chris has worked as a consultant, podcast host, speaker, CEO, and that is across many different industries. And today, one of his companies, Hire For Me, helps hire for business owners that need the extra support so they can focus on their business themselves. Chris has a lot of experience outside of just that that he will share with us, but he's also here to share his expertise on the benefits of using video as part of the hiring process, the number one goal you can have for being interviewed, and the question you should make sure you can answer for the company that is speaking with you. Chris, welcome to the job interview experience. Hey, Matthew, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I want to start by talking about Chris and really kind of getting to know you. So outside of your busy work schedule, how do you like to spend your time? I consider myself and I kind of brand myself as the all-in solopreneur because there's a little bit of a poker angle to that with me. I, uh, I love playing poker my entire life, or at least the last 20 years of my almost 40 years on this planet. Uh, I believe in it so much that like my wedding ring has got the words inscribed all in on it. Same with my wife. We got married in Vegas and Elvis, uh, you know, walked us down the aisle. Uh, big into sports. As a Canadian, I love hockey. So whenever I can go and see uh, hockey games or, or, or participate or follow in, in sports in general, it's been a big part of my life as well. And, and uh, I just, I love to travel whenever I possibly can too. And, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity to realize that in this world, you can work from anywhere. And that's the power of just, you know, having a laptop and connection to Wi-Fi and seeing a, a beautiful world that's out there. Can you give us a brief overview of your career and how that journey and knowledge you've put together will benefit our listeners? Sure. Like if we start back when I was in university, I was in a program was called business communications. And I really realized through that program that all business and everything with leadership is about communication. Every problem that happens is communication. Went from that into the car rental industry, worked my way across multiple branches across southwestern Ontario, 
Uh, and then after that, I was in IT for a while and always in leadership positions, always, you know, building out teams, hiring, promoting people, even worldwide with teams that I had. And eventually became a CEO of a real estate education company. And I worked with a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of business owners that I would self-support as part of either consulting I would do on the side or just as part of the community. And I kept hearing the same thing over and over again, that people were struggling from a hiring perspective because they they'd either tried before and failed or they didn't know how to hire. And on one day in particular, I heard three times from three different business owners, I wish someone could just hire for me. And it stuck in my head as something like, there's a problem here that I can solve. Because I've led, hired, and promoted over 500 people over 20 years. I'm like, I could do this for people. So I created a company called Hire For Me, where I literally now will hire for those solopreneurs and small business owners who are struggling with hiring. Because they're doing everything in their business right now, and they don't need to. And that's not the expertise they have. But I could help them with that. Through that, what have you seen from the job seekers or the candidates that you work with? Have you seen a common profile that companies are excited to meet and talk to and hire quickly versus ones that they have questions about? Well, the one word that you use there, I think is really critical is quickly. A lot of the people that I'm supporting and business owners, they're looking for candidates who can come in with that speed that they're looking for. Because you think about a lot of entrepreneurs who kind of start out building a business. They're not as patient as maybe they probably could or should be. So they're looking for someone who's innovative, who's really you know willing to, to wear multiple hats, be really fast, but think on their feet and be resourceful. And I think that's a common trait. Then if I can find somebody who matches those characteristics, that's when business owners are excited about bringing someone on. Or they're also looking for someone who's got enough experience. And what I would say, like with marketing and social media, so many business owners that I'm supporting are looking for somebody who can help them with that because they know the importance of being on present online and being omnipresent really in all different channels. But if someone can be versatile enough to help with it, I think that can make a world of difference. It's interesting what you said about the urgency there. I'm guessing your experience is a bit like mine. If a company comes to you, they don't come to you the day before they post a job online. They usually, you know, there's been a struggle. They know that it's a hard position to find. I would, yes, I would 100% agree with that. It's definitely a situation where I think where the business owners that I'm supporting, they've tried themselves and failed. They've hired the wrong person and potentially mm-hmm. failed. Or, They've just, they're overwhelmed by the process because they've put out, say, a job posting on LinkedIn or Indeed or whatever, and they start getting applications flowing in. But a lot of them obviously are not the right fit because so many applicants nowadays use that easy apply button and they just kind of fire things off. But then someone who's not used to going through recruiting, they get overwhelmed by it and they get frustrated. And I think that's where a lot of the the people that I'm starting to support is they kind of get at their almost wits end. And they're just like, I'm frustrated. I don't want to do this. Someone just please do it for me because I just, I want to focus on growing my business. They know the importance of hiring the right person, but they just don't want to go through this process because they think it's really painful. Whereas I love interviewing people. And that I also have got systems and tools that I put in place to make sure that I'm finding the right candidate and weeding them down and video definitely being one of them. Let's talk about video. I'm interested to learn the importance of using video. And it sounds like maybe from both sides of the table, how do you do that? And how does that help job seekers? So a couple of ways to look at it. So from a job seeker perspective, the number one question that a, a job seeker needs to be able to answer for anybody that they're interviewing with is how are you different? And so many people will just post a resume you know, out there and 
and hope that someone's going to find it something interesting on that page. You got to jump off the page in today's world. So there are people who I've now been working with kind of in the background who are looking for ways to stand out. And I said, well, why don't you shoot a video? A one to two minute selfie style video that you can embed on your resume or you put it as part of your email as you're, as you're applying to say, this is who you are. More importantly, this is what you can do for the business and why you're mm-hmm. interested in the business. It's better than a cover letter because in my experience, and I don't know how you feel on this, but cover letters are dead, I think. Like they're just something that's not going to really move the needle. But if you can do a video, which can be easier to put together than honestly, I think a, a cover letter, it's going to make a world of difference. But on the other side, as I'm then hiring for these business owners and I'm requesting videos from candidates, it gives an opportunity to see the level of creativity that somebody may or may not have. You also get to hear the passion, the energy that they might, they might have for a particular role. And it also weeds out the people who actually you know, don't read the uh, job posting because it'll say if failure to put in a video is, uh, might get you removed from the process. So the people who actually read the and follow the instructions have the detail orientation to do so can stand out. So it whittles down the candidates, but I usually find that it's the best candidates who are the ones who follow those directions. I love that idea. And from my perspective, it does a couple of things at once. So the first thing to me as a recruiter would be this person just put in extra effort. They didn't just click easy apply. They probably did a couple takes. They probably wrote down their thoughts to do this. And they care enough about this to put some skin in the game, which is their time. Which to me, even if the video quality kind of sucks or the person stumbles through it a little bit, that doesn't matter as much as, of course, the message, but also just the effort. Because a lot of people are just hitting easy apply. And sometimes that's the only option they have. But going the extra mile there shows that they are invested in this. They're probably not going to no-show the interview. They are likely to know about the job when talking about it because they're already investing time. The other thing it would do in my mind is it just lets them instantly get to know you. And different companies have different personalities. And usually there's some overarching patterns there. And the person watching the video will probably pretty quickly say, hey, you know, this person seems like they would be comfortable in our office. Or, hey, this person does not have the personality that would fit here. And that's it's also good for the candidate because you don't want to get hired by a company that always uptight if you're relaxed or if you're really well buttoned up and that's not the way they do things. You, neither party will probably be happy. So it seems to me like that solves a lot of problems and removes a lot of barriers in like 15 or 30 seconds. You're so spot on with that. Because I have never had somebody who submitted a video ever ghost me for an interview, Mm -hmm. which I think is a real common occurrence, right? Where somebody will, you know, submit a resume, you say like, hey, let's set up an interview time. And sometimes you've been ghosted and, and no one's showing up. But anyone who's ever taken the time to do a video has never like missed an appointment. The other thing I think it's interesting that you said is sometimes the video quality, honestly, it might suck. It might not be that great. And some people might struggle with how to upload a video. Like so I suggest to people, you know, upload it as a, as a private video or an unlisted video on yep. YouTube. Uh, but some people struggle with it. And the people who I can tell who really want it, even though they might be struggling with how to do so, they stay in touch with me the entire time. And they're so persistent to get it done because they want the job so much more. And it's also something that also stands out for them as, hey, this company's doing a different tactic. And maybe I want to be part of that. It just makes life so much easier. And then when I go and then pass off like the short list of candidates to the business owners, say, hey, here's the final couple of candidates that we're going to interview together as the final step in our process. They've now already reviewed everything in terms of the video. 
and they're like, hey, this person looks like they could maybe be a great culture fit, the way they're speaking passionately about the role, the research that they've taken to understand it. It just, it helps on that culture side so much more, I find, on the, using video as a tool. And for those that are listening that might think to themselves, you know, that type of video work is not for me. I'm not technically adept enough to do that. This would, this would be a time to learn how. Because if you plan on having a career for the foreseeable future, this will be something that helps guide that career, helps you get connected, and probably gets you to places you didn't think you would go. As far as the um, technicalities of it, can you give our listeners just a couple tips on like video length, what they should focus on in the video, and maybe a mistake that you've seen people make as they do this? Yes. Uh, on terms of video length, I follow the same kind of principles that you would find on social media because social media, whether it's say in Instagram or a TikTok, they try and have those videos like a minute, minute and a half max. So I suggest the same thing when people are trying to shoot a video to kind of capture the attention of a recruiter or a hiring manager. Keep it to a minute, minute and a half max. Don't overdo it because attention spans obviously have shrunk over the years, right? With all the technology and everything that we have. So keep it really short and simple. It doesn't need to be overly complicated either. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy, leveraging over 150 40 million qualifications and preferences each day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right? Having great lighting, sure, that's going to help. But just have a simplified message of who you are, what do you do, why do you think you're a good fit for this role, and ultimately, why do you want this position? It's, it's not as complicated as some people might think it to be. And it doesn't have to be fancy edits and graphics that are you know flying around the screen. It can be just a selfie-style video on your on your phone that can make all the world a difference. Some people, I've, I've had them, they go into a full, elaborate, big production. Some people just keep it simple. There's not one that's better than the other either because it all depends on the role that you're obviously applying for. Yeah, I would imagine that the message is the most important part. And unless, you know, unless you're applying to like an ad agency or something like that, they're not going to care that much about the production value. One last thing I'll say about this is even if you are underqualified for the job you're applying for, it's a little bit of a reach. Making a video just helps put a face to a name. And as someone who's hired a lot of people and also looked at probably tens of thousands of resumes, having something that stands out like this, I can tell you, Say we get this video and hiring manager and I watch it. It's going to be like cool artwork guy. Remember him? The yeah. qualifications weren't as good, but remember that the person who sent, or maybe it'd just be the woman with the video. When you get a face to a name, it just anchors something about them to remember. Maybe you are the best qualified, maybe you're not. But when there are a lot of applications, 
having that little bit of benefit that they remember your face that in their mind, I guarantee that helps a lot. I'm not saying it's going to get you the job, but it gives you a leg up as opposed to a bunch of black and white resumes, which are the other option. That's your competition. You also talk about the number one goal for anyone being interviewed and how that helps them stand out outside of video. What should job seekers have in their mind? What questions should they know that they need to answer for a company to want to move forward with them? Well, it is all about standing out and having that advantage over other people. And I think what really helps make someone stand out throughout the interview process or the whole hiring process is showing how prepared you are. So if you're going to be coming into an interview, better come armed with some questions to ask that interviewer about the company, the question about the, the role itself, about the culture, making sure that you have prepared enough to make sure that you understand, hey, here's some common questions that might pop up uh, around this particular role. Or to follow up as well is a critical part so you stand out. Like I always think that it's such a, an amazing thing that people just forget to do is to like thank the interviewer for their time. And so whether it's an email that you've just got you know, ready to fire off, you know, like I say, an hour after the interview or not, but do something that's going to make you different than the competition. Because there is a lot of people who are applying for jobs right now. And so how do you stand out? So it could be a video. It could be something really clever within your resume, something where you highlight more of your personality. It could be you know, the level of preparedness that you have. It could be the questions that you ask. But find a way to differentiate yourself and be distinct. Speaking of being distinct and navigating that process, I'm really interested about your expertise on job seekers or professionals reinventing themselves, as you say, without having everything mapped out. When you are trying to reinvent yourself, maybe after a, a career setback, like a layoff or losing your job in some sort of way, it ultimately comes down to figuring out how can you invest back in yourself and learn new skills and learn new talents. And sometimes you're doing it while you're still out of job. You're looking for something else and what's next. But you have to find a way to learn new skills so that you can always be ready for the next opportunity or to be adaptable. I have lost my job twice throughout my career. And I learned after the first time that it happened, the importance of one, not putting all your eggs in one basket with one employer. So having you know multiple income streams, which means you're going to need to have multiple skills that you can leverage, whether it's creating side hustles or other businesses. But I think two is that always continue to grow your network. And if you want to reinvent yourself, it's sometimes about the right connection, the right conversation on the right day with the right person that can make a world of difference and opening up a door for you. So the more that you invest in yourself, whether it's your skills, whether it's your network, or whether it's you know trying to build out different income streams for yourself, you can become the type of person that you want and lead any sort of life that you want, but you have to find a way to reinvent. And the easiest way that I've found, and this is what I've used throughout my career, is to ask myself this one question. What would I regret not doing in my career? And when I figured out what those answers were, I put them all on sticky notes, I put them on my wall, and I said, these are the things that I'm going to try and go after to start to build out, whether it's in myself, whether it's skills, talents, whatever it's going to be. And I'm just finding a way then to take every one of those sticky notes off the wall, crush them up, and say, this goal has now been crushed. 
as I did that, without having the intentionality of knowing the end destination, I started to realize I'm starting to reinvent who I am, what I stand for, and ultimately probably where I'm going to continue to go. It just takes a level of intentionality to reinvent yourself, but you don't have to know all the answers and the end destination. Are you saying the idea here is that we we come up with goals and then we kind of reconfigure ourselves in ways that we need to to reach those? Hundred percent. That is what it is. Is it doesn't mean that you're going to say, okay, I'm going to plan to be a CEO within five years. It's like, well, there's multiple steps in order to do that. But you could have a long term goal, but then how can you reverse engineer to set yourself up for that, knowing full well that there are going to be bumps along the road. The journey is not going to be just straight. It's not a not a linear path. And being open to the idea that you might be taking some lateral moves throughout your career. You don't always have to go up to grow, I think is also an important distinction for people. But like, get as much experience that's diversified as much as possible. Just like when you're investing, same thing happens with yourself. Invest in yourself, but diversify yourself across different interests because then you become more valuable, especially as you're going through the interview process. It gives you actually more to talk about in an interview instead of being so one-dimensional. For our listeners, what are like one or two characteristics that you really look out for, I'd say good or bad, that you learned to pay attention to? I think the one that really stands out from the good side is I'm looking for somebody who's resourceful. Because if you can find somebody who is resourceful, they are going to take the initiative a lot more. Those are the people who I've found who have been the most successful in the roles that I've hired for or I've seen and helped promote numerous times throughout my career. Because they're not the person who's just going to sit back and have someone tap them on the shoulder for you know that next opportunity. They're the person who goes after it. Because like the worst thing you can do is just sit and hope and think that, hey, your, your time is going to come, and maybe that next project or whatever is going to happen. But you got to put your hand up. Or sometimes you just got to show that you can earn it through your level of being resourceful enough. I think that's a critical one. And then on the other side, the thing that I really look for that's on the on, the, on a negative front that like just to be aware of as a red flag is somebody who just comes across so negative. Like if you can have somebody who's you know they can make me sarcastic and yeah everyone can be sarcastic at times but if they come across so negative, just so down, um, pessimistic about themselves, I I see that as a major red flag that you have to watch out for because negativity is contagious. And when it gets super contagious, it becomes toxic. And if your culture becomes toxic, your performance is not going to be there as a company or as a team. So how do you find a way to make sure you eliminate some of that negativity? Make sure you don't hire that person who's just maybe just ultimately not a right fit. You have to ask the right questions. You got to probe deeper. You got to understand who they are. So those are the two extremes that I would say. For our listeners that want more, and they want to learn more from you, what's the best way to find you online or to connect with you? So I am most active on LinkedIn. Uh, so you can find me on LinkedIn. Username is uh, Chris Hanna Show, which is also the name of my podcast, where I interview entrepreneurs and talk about their lessons learned, sometimes the hard way. And then you can also find more information about my company, Hire For Me, at hireforme.ca, or chrishanna.ca also lists out a lot of the other uh, offerings and stuff that I have across the other income streams that I focus on. Thank you, Chris, for sharing your wisdom. You have helped our listeners, given them tools that I don't think they would have thought of or didn't have before, or maybe they were just a little too nervous to consider using video during the interview 
or they needed some motivation to write down some goals or the direction they need to go in their life. Thank you for sharing with us. Before we go, those that are tuning in and listening right now, whether they've been laid off from a job or are in between jobs, maybe had some life changes or just looking for the next point in their career and they know they need to improve their interview and their job seeking skills before they do that. It's a stressful time. What words of motivation or encouragement can you leave us with as we all go out there and get after it? When you're trying to go out there and get after it, the thing to remember is this, is that the best investment you're ever going to make is in yourself. The best bet you're ever going to make is in yourself. So go all in on you, which means invest in new skills, invest in a better network, invest in just being the best person you possibly can be. And that's going to set yourself up to win because that's what it's all about. So whatever you do, go all in on you. Are you feeling frustrated with the job hunt? Are endless applications and radio silence getting you down? You can now book me for $1 a minute for 30, 45, or 60 minutes. Don't need 45 minutes. Don't pay for it. Want to do 30 minutes now and maybe 30 minutes later? Once you progress, let's do it. We can conduct a mock interview. I'll help you format great responses that make a difference. We can improve your resume and cover letter to help get you noticed. I'm here to consult with you if you're in a unique situation and want input from someone that has seen it all and can help you succeed like I have so many others. It's super simple. You just go to jobinterviewexperience.com and click the $1 a minute coaching button at the very top of the page. Select the amount of time you want to meet, and then you can look through my availability without having to pay. Check out my availability, pick a time, and pay $1 a minute for 100% of my attention. It's blocked into 30, 45, or 60 minutes, so we won't go over. You won't get charged any more than what you pay at checkout. Remember, the faster you invest in yourself, the faster you land that dream job. Go to jobinterviewexperience.com or follow the link in this episode's description. I'm excited to meet and help you take control of your career today.